0: Scary stories. If you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears. For
1: we are so fucking ready to go today.
2: The superest, most readiest. The most most just readiest.
1: Most just readiest.
0: Khalil, you'll be the superest superman. Superman.
1: The superest. We did talk for like a solid hour
0: before we had started today. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we had chat. lots of
1: things to talk about.
2: Yes, we did. Good, and
0: good day to catch up.
2: It's a great day to catch up. It's also a great day and time to find out what else is going on in the world. Wait, what, what else is beard? going on in the world, Podcast right. Mom? So um what else is going on is well It's it's we're getting closer to springtime, which means we're gonna get closer to summertime, which Which means we're gonna get
0: closer to fall.
2: Which means that people are gonna start. Which means um, it's almost Christmas. Using the local beaches. It's basically
0: 2028.
2: People are gonna be using the local beaches and going swimming in the oceans that this great country has dip in Dipping their butt sides.
0: cracks in all the in water all that the fish of poop salt In salt water.
1: Yep, and just swimming in the water full of dead bodies and fish poop and yeah. microplastics. Yeah,
2: well, speaking of that, uh, New Jersey, a uh, town... In New Jersey, Long Branch decided that, hey, we are going to clean up or we are going to, you know, kind of highlight the amount of trash that we've picked up on the beaches from the beaches. I thought Um, they were going to clean the whole ocean. I was like,
1: bold, New Jersey, bold. Pull all the plastic out of the water.
2: They did uh, pick up a record amount of trash from the beaches last year. So good for picking it up. Bad for you leaving your garbage there. Yeah. But some of the, you know, obviously we have plastics dominating that's all that you find but some of the other things that they find i'm proud of you new jersey and it's Butt things that only new Butt jersey plugs in
0: the ocean
2: no all right what? how
1: many hair extensions did they find well
2: they have they did find a <clears throat> hunk of human hair
0: okay that a,
2: was it attached to scalp i think that's why it was in a hunk okay um, okay. They okay found um male enhancement pills Oh, Sweet okay. Yep. That beach has got a boner. That's yes. boner beach. Um, Glow in the dark condom. Oh, fun. Okay. Yep. Latex
0: Ruined. as opposed to raw, uh, plastic. I like it. A
2: little little mm. different.
0: Now, you can't get micro latex in your bloodstream. No. It, yeah. it be the kind of thing where it's like anytime you get a boner, you get an inst- it. The, the condom just shows up on itself. Well, yeah. And it glows in the dark. It's like a lightsaber.
1: <laughs> now I, don't, I mean, if, would you want to put some sort of glow in the dark chemical that close to such a, such a very important area. Yes. For either partner? Uh yeah, if you're playing
2: regardless yeah. of
1: of the sex of either partner. You what, what you're lightsaber
2: fighting at that point. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Um they also found um a set of braces. A set of braces. Wait, for legs or teeth? Uh it just says braces, so I don't know if they're face or legs.
0: We'll say they're both.
1: Um Well, and I was like, you know, finding like, you know, an invisalign is not the yeah, same thing as finding right. a set of metal human
0: mm-hmm. braces. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz the, they, because they, the the fish ate the teeth clean off of them.
2: Uh they also found dentures.
3: Okay. Right. Okay.
2: Um and and the piece de resistance, a fake eyeball. A fake eyeball. Somebody lost their Their glass eye. Their glass eye. In the, on the beach. Thank you, New Jersey. You stay weird and trashy. I, I was
0: expect. I'm going to be honest with you. I was expecting that list to be weirder. It was not I, that odd to me. The, the eyeball is weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but like um, being at the beach and having your glass eye pop out—that doesn't surprise me. So,
1: I guess then you can't find it because you only got one eye. Exactly. Right, and that one probably your doesn't depth work so perceptions well. way off. I bet
0: those fucking things get lost all the time. Yeah. I bet you can find them in your grocer's freezer accidentally. Pretty easy.
1: Yeah. I don't know
3: I'm now sad easy that that it is to pop out that,
1: an eye though. Yeah. I'm now sad that that fake eye user didn't have a friend with them that could hey, help them. Hey, if you have a glass eye, eye,
0: send us an email, boozebuzzpodcast@gmail.com. How gmail.com. How, how many eyes have you, you lost, lost your in your lifetime?
2: Or what if they got into a fight, friend pulled out fake eyeball and threw it?
0: What if they got into a fight with an <gasps> octopus?
2: And he just took and his And the eyeball? octopus
0: sucked it sucked it right out of his head.
1: Just, just
2: that feels cupped. like
0: that is the kind of sea creature that feels like it has the power to pull your eyes out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like it, it could it could pull out a fake eye or a and real then one. and then it would try and eat it and be like, this is not flesh. This is glass. Puh. Puh. And then it washes up on the beach. Are there a lot of This is exactly octopus? what happened. Octopus. There this are is, now in my nightmares. Octopus to the face. Right. Pulled out his eyeball. This
2: is a sci-fi novel that I feel like we all should write.
3: Okay, we'll, go, we'll, we'll
0: write the it together. The villain's
2: backstory. Yeah, the eye sucking octopus.
0: We'll go on the Facebook page, and then we'll post the first paragraph of the of the face sucking octopus sci fi novel, and then you guys can fill in the rest.
2: The, you do the work. You I will give write you two it. Sentences. You write it. We'll
0: give you two sentences, and then you delight us with your. And card. I
2: own it. It's a work for hire. Ha
0: ha yeah. ha ha ha. Yeah yeah yeah.
1: I don't think we're not hiring you. To be fair, we're not giving you anything. It's a contest, and if you win, we will say your name. On a podcast that ones of people listen to every week. That's your consideration. There you go, kids. There <laughs> you go. Know, sweepstakes. Um, it's not valid if you're not in the United States. Sorry, yeah. Puerto Rico and Guam.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, you could have continental United States, or you could also expand. But most we most exclude Puerto Rico, Los. Angeles. Yeah. Um. But speaking of um. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yep.
3: Hi! Hi! <laughs>
2: Whitest girls around. Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost
1: stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And Puerto Rico is sort of adjacent, ish, to what we're talking about a little bit. Bienvenido. Home. You know, what? in booze that
2: in that they're both Spanish-speaking islands that uh, are that or were owned by the United States.
1: I will say. Puerto Rico is closer to the location of today's story than it is to either of us.
2: Absolutely. You are 100% there we go. correct. They're
1: neighbors, practically.
0: Killing it out here. That was great segue.
1: Oh, man. I wish I could be more specific, but I don't have the geography facts for you. It's fine. You know what? We're not I know you p- geography nerds are screaming at us right now, but I didn't look at a map. I was unprepared for the Puerto Rico tie-in because what our story actually is, is haunted Miami.
2: Yes. And the reason we've selected Miami. is Miami.
0: because Will Smith smacked a guy.
1: I mean, oh, my God.
0: And then had to leave the, <laughs> the academy. Yikes. <laughs> actually,
2: no. We selected that before the slap heard around well. the world. Um and this week the beer that we are drinking is another from Mankato Brewery. It's called wow. Tropic Louvre IPA and the font style and the art style is very Miami Vice.
1: Yeah, it was given it was given podcast mom real Miami Vice it, vibes. It really was. So and we said let's roll with that let's and do roll. haunt in Miami. Yes. Florida is a is a very deep well, you know? You know it really really is. Um,
0: I'd say this is the least bad beer from Mankato that we've. Had I was so gonna far.
1: ask because you guys haven't been enjoying the others from this brewery. Melly has herself a little baby glass, which makes me think it's an IPA. I it also is.
0: have a baby glass, but just because I think their brewery sucks. Yep. Um, this isn't bad.
2: It's uh, it's also
0: not great though. The problem is, is that we went to a place yesterday where I had a real good one, and I and yeah. one of the best hamburgers I've had in a while. It, and, it moved um, the
1: bar for you.
2: It did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this one, um, there's not a lot of flavor to it. Not a lot of hops. We'll get to it. Mm, all right, so, we'll get to it. So anyway, Haunted Miami. I, and you? I know
1: that you go first because it's your beer because I learned that last week. Yay. I learned things. I'm so proud of you.
2: Um, my story, at first, I had a moment where I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And then I sent another follow-up like 20 minutes later. <laughs> it's being like, like I'm K. a liar. I am a liar. I am not going to be doing this. The story That's I'm hard? actually going to tell you is about the Via Paula. It's your show, man. You do what you fucking
1: want. I'm here for it. Always support that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was one of those things. You'll see. It's um not very heavy on ghosts, but but heavy on other weirdness. So that one might be a Patreon, as I said. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No worries.
1: So anyways, tell us about your ghost heavy location.
2: Heavier ghosty. Oh, location. it's overweight.
1: It's obese with ghosts. I'm doing so much pizza hands right now. You have
2: so many pizza hands. So
1: many pizza hands. Obese Obese pizza hands. Um,
2: Via Paula is located in the little Haiti neighborhood of Miami and was originally built. Which is
0: next to the big Haiti neighborhood, which is just Haiti. (laughs) That's
2: it. That's the one. Which is also in the Caribbean. Which is also in the Caribbean. (laughs) close by. There we go. Close to Puerto Rico. Neighbors to Puerto Rico. (laughs) There we have it um and I'm, I'm killing it out here <laughs> the building was, it was originally built to serve as the home of cuba's consulate to america okay At the time of its construction cuba's consulate in yes. little haiti it wasn't little haiti then
0: oh <laughs> i was gonna it's let it go I, sure I don't know man Cuba, little Havana, he's got, got a vacation it? home in haiti
2: <laughs> no 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 it's in little uh, haiti look we now. don't want
1: him here put him in haiti
0: no. Fuck this guy. When like,
1: at, oh, I have to build a console in the United States, but I hate the United States, so I'll build it in Little Haiti.
2: I'll just build it in Haiti. Period. Because, in Haiti. Yeah. No, no, no. So at the time of its construction in 1926, so a long time ago, many, many moons ago. Yes. The the console, um, Domingo, my lord. Um, my lord. Yes, my lord. Uh, Not he, your lord. Not yours, mine. Uh, he named the home after his wife, Paula. Uh, and that's why, and today you'll still see a little sign above the door that says Via Paula. That's sweet.
0: Because he loved Aww. his wife.
2: That's nice. Um, the house was designed by Cuban architect Cayetano Frecha uh, in the neoclassical style that was very popular in Cuba in the 1920s. Uh, building it in a style popular in Cuba and using materials imported from Cuba. Everything in this house is Cuban okay um it was except meant
1: the land which is Haitian
2: which is Haitian <laughs> slash Floridian
1: yeah um
2: no it, it meant to quote send a message about the cosmopolitan civilization enjoyed in Cuba in contrast to the relatively provincial tastes of Miami
1: okay so he was like look at us we fancier than you yes look because, our fancy house
2: because I did not know this but in at the time of its construction, Miami was still a very small town. It was yes. not the Miami that we know today. Um, <laughs> it was a small town surrounded by swampland.
1: Um arguably still is.
2: It, surrounded yeah. by swampland. <laughs> yeah, and swamp people.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: Uh the Gator Country end of World War One saw more people moving to Miami and the um president of cuba gerardo gerardo machado he recognized the potential of the city um for trade and business with cuba so what he did in 1925 was he closed the consulate in pensacola makes sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> And he um, moved And its current consul A man named Jorge Ponce Moved to Miami He oversaw the construction And once it was completed He handed the keys over To uh, Domingo And okay. his wife Who moved from Key West um, to, to run the consulate Okay Wonderful <clears throat> The house is a one story building With 18 foot ceilings And its rooms open On each side Of a long uh, hallway That runs from front to back so it's just a long hallway with all the rooms on the sides.
1: Okay, so it's a zipper house.
2: Yep, yep, yep. And there is a pavilion, so a little like cute hoose in the backyard, um, that was similar design elements to the main house, but it's like okay. very nice Famous little garden. Famous
0: zipper house movement of the nineteen twenties.
1: <laughs> the the Cuban zipper house movement. Yes,
2: not not to it's be fancier. With the in arts America, and America, we craft don't have style. zipper
1: houses. We have shotgun houses. Feels appropriate.
2: Yeah, I mean America.
1: Totally.
2: Yeah. Um. Anyway, a very uh, modest, elegant home built so well that it survived a hurricane the year that it finished construction in 1926. Oh, they don't make yes. them like that anymore. So they were just like, cool, welcome to Miami.
0: The Ami-Ami. Hurricane. Will
2: Smith, uh, Will so Smith yeah.
0: song. So, <laughs> Topical. Tied it back to that thing. Tie back said to earlier. the
2: thing where he slapped that man in the face. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah. Chris Rock. Sorry, guy. You got it. slapped in the face.
2: GI yeah, Jane. That's the...
0: That's topical, so topical, topical joke. Man. Topical joke, real, really a great joke.
1: Topical joke. Let, let's let's be honest. Let's say what no one is saying. That was workshopped by a group of writers. Made it past ad sales. Made it past legal. Fifteen people said this joke is fine. Then Will Smith said, said it was uh, not a fine joke. Slapped Chris Rock in the face
0: for it. I was trying to figure out if if Will like, like until he shouted about his wife. I was pretty sure he just slapped slapped Chris Rock because the joke sucked. <laughs> like, this is not funny.
2: <laughs> no one has thought about GI Jane. Nobody gives a fuck
0: about GI Jane anymore. You yeah. idiots. Like, he, he walks up to the stage like, be more topical. Slap.
2: <laughs> yeah, there are people dying all over the world, and GI Jane. That's what we're gonna really? go for.
1: Yeah, that's what you got. I mean, I. I, I
0: yep. mean, it's fine. It's fine.
2: Don't slap people, guys. Don't slap people unless they're Nazis. Slap the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, or
0: they're invading your country and you're Ukrainian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, out out I'm not, I'm not going to tell a Ukrainian not to slap
1: anyone because they are, they are a, a battle-worn people I've learned at this point.
0: Yeah. yeah they're bad
3: motherfuckers.
2: Hardcore there. in Ukraine. So the Malords lived happily in the home until political shifts in Cuba and a resulting depression to coincide with our depression. Um, they were the main producers of sugar for the United States. But then when we hit our depression, we couldn't afford sugar. Can't
1: afford that goddamn sugar. we
2: weren't buying sugar. So then the poor people of Cuba suffered as well. Plus, there's a lot of political upheaval, revolutions, things of that. As you do, as you do. And
0: And then everything was full of corn syrup. And now look at us.
2: Gross people.
0: Yep. Now we're gross. Um,
2: That led to the consulate's closure in 1930. Legend has it
0: that legend has it.
2: Legend has it, and so four years it existed yeah, for, for four, four years. years. Mm-hmm. Yep, good enough. They went. All right, that's great. Maybe we don't have a consulate in Miami. They went to college in Miami
1: and then went home.
2: Yeah. Well, no, and then the Melords Mal- the were American, so they just like. Well, I'll, I'll, actually, I'm going to tell you what happened. So the um, the Via Paula website actually says this today, but they claim that Paula passed away. Shortly before moving out of the home due to complications arising from a leg amputation. Cover-up.
1: Oh shit! You know why? Because of all that sugar. Sugar. She diabetes. got
2: the diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Had to. She cut got off the diabetes.
0: Her fucking endocrines were fucked.
2: Yeah, and that Domingo loved her so much he didn't want to let her go, so he had her buried in the backyard. Um, it's like in, a family pet. Yeah, like a family pet in a concrete sarcophagus embedded with a turquoise crucifix. On its facade and topped with two Grecian urns. That is how it was described. Two Grecian
0: urns for the, other parts of her that were burned?
2: No, no, no. She's in the sarcophagus. Just as a decoration. They're just, they're just
1: a decorative
0: Oh, they're urn. decorative urns. They're yes.
1: decorative urns.
2: Oh, okay. Exactly.
0: I was like, we put part of her in this urn, part of her in this urn, no, and then no, the okay. rest of her <laughs> in the <laughs> box. Are you doing?
1: What are you doing, podcast I'm so she sweaty. I'm like running, running. running.
2: my armpits into my sweater to like hose off the sweat dripping she's down my
1: armpits. Like, she's
0: like ook, ook, monkeying herself. Yeah, you, do, you look like a little chimpanzee.
2: <laughs> what are you doing? I have you... literal sweat dripping down my armpit, So I'm like, well, I got to mop that <laughs>
0: up with my sweater. Now. University of Minnesota hoodie. Yeah. I'm
2: going to have to put a t-shirt on after this. But anyway... <laughs> Um, however, if you search, if you search the newspaper archives, you'll easily see that Paola died in 1932, two years after they
1: moved out of the consulate. Oh, okay. So she did not get decorative urns.
2: Um, No. And, um, you know, maybe she did have her leg amputated, but maybe her leg died there. (laughs) Yes. You know what? It is very possible the leg died and then maybe the leg is buried in the backyard. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but she is not. Um, but yes, so she certainly did not die from the amputation. But um, the cemetery says that, so she's, you know, she was buried in uh, Miami at like Woodbury Cemetery or something like that. Okay, so obviously, that's not her. There's no one in the backyard. But, of course, there's a small conspiracy around that. Is she actually buried in the backyard?
1: Oh, uh, did she actually die two years earlier? Yeah, and it was a clone because she is a reptoid.
2: Oh, I like this. No, the cemetery where she was buried says she's there, but when taken to the supposed location of her gravesite, there's no headstone. Even though all of the other graves of similarly deceased people, like all, died in the 1930s. They all have headstones. Why doesn't she have a headstone? There is no proof that anybody at this location that one, she's actually there or two, that it's actually her. There's no headstone. Oh, man. We'll never know. Um, I mean, also, we definitely could
1: know. We could we could pretty figure easily out. figure that out. Yeah.
2: Also, Paula only lived in Miami for a few years. She just went to college there. Why would her husband, who loved her so much, bury her in a city that he no longer lived in? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's a that is a good point. Yeah. Um. Why not move her to Key West, where one he moved after they uh, left the consulate, and two, where he himself was buried five years later when he died in nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah. So maybe he had her move. Maybe, maybe she was originally buried in Miami, and then they maybe dug that's her up. why there's no
1: headstone. Or maybe he was tired of her fucking bitching, and that's why he buried her away from him. Yeah, yeah. he Amen, said, brother. "Silence at last.
2: Finally, some <laughs> peace and fucking quiet." he's yeah. like i named the goddamn house after her you'd think she'd shut up
1: no. Women, no. right this, fellas.
2: am i right this is the
1: afterlife equivalency of getting two twin beds in the master bedroom yes absolutely
2: so um you go to the cemetery where domingo is buried and you're like all right well let's see maybe his headstone says you know paula next to him and everything's fine oh
1: except he doesn't have a headstone either oh my god maybe these people are just anti-headstone Maybe they were making a stand against Big Headstone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, you know what? That's probably or, true. But my guess is they're actually not dead. They're reptoids. They went back to space.
1: They're reptoid. They're reptoid, living yeah. in hollow
0: earth with yes. Santa and the and Nazis. Hitler
2: and the Vikings. And that's and where the And the Vikings. And the Vikings. Forget the Vikings
0: are in there. The people of Havana, the people of Haiti, and the good people of Miami have been under the crushing boot. Of Big Headstone. Yeah. Yeah. For far Who too is long. going to stand up against their reign of tyranny? Me. Stealing your money after your death. Me. What? Oh, you. You're I'll gonna do, do, it. do it. Oh. Okay, this lady's gonna do it, everybody. She's <laughs> gonna do it. Don't worry. You have a champion now. All right, well, this rally's over and done with. We found a, uh, a champion for Fuck our you, cause Fuck you, Big Headstone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. bye. Bye, everybody. All right, bye. Everybody we, go
1: home now. Take it. your trash with you. All right. Anyway, after don't closing, leave your deglo condoms or your teeth
3: <laughs> or, or your, your eyeball. eyeball.
2: <laughs> so after closing the consulate, the building was then sold to Helen Reardon, a widow from Wisconsin. Um, she lived at Via Paula until her death in
1: 1970. Oh, so she retired down in.
2: Yes, she did what most uh, snow bunnies do, or snowbirds, yeah, if um, you will. That seems like
1: great if you're tired of being cold. That feels like the place to go.
2: Yeah. Go down to Miami because, bef- you know, not so. It wasn't so Miami at that point.
1: You know, yeah. you have
2: like a relatively quiet day. Um, this the has home- been
0: travel advice with my wife.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the home had several has different 1930s travel advice. Yes, yeah. I'm giving you super there's old our travel new,
0: it's 1930s travel advice I can column. Really hey,
2: tap into the past. Take I'm your real... Model
0: T down to the stu- to fucking Miami. I don't know to Sturgis.
2: Yeah. I was going to say Stur- Sturgis. <laughs>
0: Sturgis came to mind, which is
2: the opposite direction <laughs> of a, Miami. But there's a fine.
1: big Model T rally in Sturgis
2: every year. Yeah, Sturgis, <laughs> Miami, Florida. We actually yeah. it's like the suburbs that we don't talk yeah. about.
0: I'm sorry. I don't know where that
3: came
2: <laughs> The home had several different owners after that, but eventually fell into disrepair um, as the result of a neighborhood decline. So the neighborhood just got really, really shitty. Um, miscreant youths. 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 Stray and, dogs. And vandals um, graffitied the home, shot out all of the really nice stained glass windows that had been uh, built. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things.
0: Because of the um. youth.
2: Yeah, it was just not in a good spot, but a and man named a desire
0: for socialized health care.
2: Youths.
0: <laughs> Stupid
2: youths. Um, but a man named Cliff Enzor bought and restored the home in nineteen twenty. Enzor? Enzor. E-N-S-O-R. Not Enzor. That is amazing.
1: Almost. That is a great name. Cliff Enzor. Yeah. That sounds like a film star from the nineteen twenties.
2: But this is in star Starring Clifton
1: Enzor as.
2: As the man in the 1970s. As Big
1: Headstone.
2: (laughs) He's the villain in this film. He's the bad guy. Um, But yeah, he bought and restored the house in 1974, sold the home in 87, and since 2003 has been owned by the same company and today operates as an art gallery. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You can go visit. Uh, Although it does say permanently closed if you look at them on Google. So I don't know what the pandemic did to them. Oh, uh, did they Sounds restore like it back to the 1930s vibe? Yeah, so um uh Cliff when he did he like brought it back. So he, you know, made up really fancy chandeliers. Like he did bring it back to like that 1930s 1920s Good. look. Got it. Yep. And then he the he fucked up art off. deco of it all. Yeah, and but the thing is the house has um a bit of a uh, you you know, it's haunted. Shocking. Great segue to the next part of my story where I'm telling you about the ghost. Um but the house <laughs> Is haunted. I explain the flow of the show. Isn't this great? It was a ghost, which I am going to tell you about. I'm right now going to tell you about. Um, but because Cliff,
0: I love the meta analysis of your own work.
2: Um, no, he I was, was like,
1: h- your
0: thesis on our podcast.
2: Yeah, ergo, let me get you now to the point of my story. Therefore. Mm -mm. No, he started um, talking about the ghosts, and it was while he was restoring the property that most of these ghost stories started to come about. And he had a hell of a time trying to sell it. Um, In 1987, after restoring the house and doing all this, he was only able to sell it at auction for $110,000. Oh, that sucks. He spent all that time like making it cool again. He probably spent more than $110,000 on the property. Was it just because it was haunted? Yeah. No one wanted it? Uh-huh. Like people, That makes me want it more. Because now you're in, well, now you're in little Haiti. So you do have a lot of, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking Haitians? for? Not Haitians, but <laughs> black people? No. <laughs> it, a lot of people who have a lot of superstitions. Thank you. So I, oh, okay. they would like sign of the cross. They were afraid of the house, you know, so a lot of people didn't want to buy it because you know people are like it's haunted it's cursed you know they just didn't okay cursed is it. different than haunted well right I mean but you know sometimes you see ghosts how are the ghosts there because there's some sort of curse on the house that sort of thing got like, it. that's kind of I was how just, it snowballed
1: yeah because I was like fun, fun little haunted house feels like one thing like curse like yeah. you know the entity house the right. like poltergeist you'll get all those things that that seems less fun
2: yeah no 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 like this one's very much got like ghosties and and fi- cliff I should say um he experienced a lot of your typical ghosty type things he had um shadows on the wall he saw shadows, shadows. he doors would suddenly slam shut okay um the ghost would ding dong ditch his front door that's why you got to get a ring cam that's what, well yeah, 1970s exactly. version of ring cam is getting your ass off the couch yeah. going <laughs> yes. to answer the goddamn door answer the fucking yeah. dark um it's
0: it's having a rocking chair near the door so you can open it real fast.
2: What are you doing, kid? Piano music and the sound of footsteps on the back porch, along with the smell of Cuban coffee being brewed. Ooh. Oh, that sounds lovely. Cuban this house coffee. sounds amazing. Right? There's a nice these are nice ghosty things. Um, to figure out what was up, Cliff hired a psychic to have seances at the house, and he was told that there were five spirits in the home,
1: including okay. including Paula. Oh, so so she's not there. Maybe her leg is there and her ghost is deaf there.
2: Well, yes, because that would make sense to Cliff because he would occasionally see a a black haired, one legged woman floating down the hallway. Oh, yeah. Clearly, that's that's Paula. That's definitely Paula. Mm hmm. So he would see her, he goes, that makes perfect sense. But the other sounds and stuff were all attributed to there was a maid who's trying to look and find a place for her, you know, baby. Like she's trying to find a place to bury her baby. Like there's, there's
1: a number. As you do when you're a maid and you need to bury your baby. Yeah. You become a ghost
2: and then just (laughs) float around a house. This woman had to make some
1: tough choices.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, the spirits also, and this is why you probably, friend, would not like the house. Oh, um, no. The spirits don't like
0: cats. Oh, fuck them. Hell, yeah. This is my and, kind of haunted house. I'm going to buy it and move and in nothing but dogs.
2: Cliff blamed, and they're, they're the blame... Uh, for the death and, and or disappearance of four cats.
1: Holy shit. It's a cat eating house. No, veto. Do not it's, want it anymore. It's a nope, cat I'm, serial killer. No, nope, They sold that house for too much money. It eats cats. No, I'm buying down. this house. Don't even leave the studs. to mass- the earth. I'm no buying, more.
0: I'm buying this house. I'm going to mass produce it. I'm going to move at least 15 into every city in America. I will burn all of them down. Finally, these cats will learn what, <laughs> what, is, they have coming to them. Yeah, fuck them. No, <laughs> no but I'm the Lorax. I speak for the cats.
1: I will burn all of these houses down. We so don't while, need cat-eating houses.
2: Cliff, no, yeah.
0: Uh, and I'm I'm the Borax, and I speak for the cat murder. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so while Cliff was renovating, um, three of his cats all died by way of smooshery.
1: Smooshery. Here yes. Why did you pick this story, Melly? This is awful. I'm sorry. There weren't a lot.
2: <laughs> um, so as soon as what would happen was um, all would die on days where it wasn't very windy, but they would all walk through the metal or the iron gate. And then a sudden gust of wind would slam it shut as the cat was walking through. Cut them in through. half. You get, uh, that's and great. you smoosh
0: the kitties. You get two cats for one. So,
2: oh, Mom, that's mean. It's like you should
1: see friend's face. She's so mad at you. She's like, what? What are you doing? am
0: at this moment equally mad at both of you. <laughs> oh, you're to put it off on me. You did it too.
3: <laughs> Ugh, and,
2: and fashion designer Fernando Garcia, who rented the house briefly in 2008, claimed that the, um, uh, the day after bringing his cat to the house, it just disappeared. He never found it. Like the cat was an indoor cat. But he, she just disappeared and he blames the spirit for that because during a seance, the psychic claimed a spirit told her, I don't like cats in my house. So she
1: removed all the cats
2: me neither in her
0: house.
1: This is awful. We should not let ghosts eat cats. No. Vito. Too late. I won't stand for it. I already
3: told
0: this, the story. This is a really However, comforting story to me. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> Look, we have a house that, that, that the ghosts brew coffee and play piano music and murder cats. Our
1: our stories are so night and day this week.
2: Um, however, even though Fernando's cat was not
1: welcome. <laughs> I have a location that creates cats. <laughs> I bet just removes them. They they even
2: out. You know what I mean? It's like they just cancel each other I, out.
1: I wish, I wish.
2: Um, However, even though Fernando's cat was not welcome, uh, he may have been. Um, One day while sitting at his desk, a window pane fell out of its frame behind him. So he got up to go investigate, see what happened, how it fell out. And as soon as he got up to go and look, a 40-pound piece of plaster from the ceiling fell on the very spot that he had just gotten up from. And it would have killed him.
1: Thank you. He the ghost saved him. Thank you for the assist ghost. It does not make up for you eating my cat. Yeah. We're still not friends. Mm. Yeah.
0: These ghosts need the power of all these cat souls to manifest that great coffee and to save your life. Maybe. I feel like this is a good exchange.
3: Maybe.
2: No. Yeah. Um. But I don't... They're like, come to the museum, listen to the stories. I don't think the current owners, you know, lean too heavily into it, but... You know, they do tell the story of like, hey, former owners had these experiences. Light bulbs would change and go off and all that good stuff. And cats would be smurdered. Cats, awful. It's awful. But like I said, I think it's permanently closed, but maybe they'll reopen good. one day. But that is the story of Via Paula in the little Haiti neighborhood of Miami.
1: Do we know if Paula liked cats? I don't know if it was
2: her, if it was someone. Else. Actually, No. In one of the articles I read, the lady said that it was another former owner. So Paula was not the cat murderer. They blamed okay. it on another woman named Muriel. Okay. So okay. it was it was Muriel that was like,
1: fuck these cats. Love it. All right. So Fuck you, Muriel. Yeah. Come back Muriel for another like- story that doesn't have cat murder.
0: Muriel seems like a cool lady. <sighs> hey everybody, it's your old pal, Engineer Bob cat murder hey guess what you should go to itunes and send a review to the show five stars say words do that stuff i don't know just do it hey also patreon.com slash booze and brews audio episodes video episodes show sketches i do it's a great way to spend your money on this show on the internet with the dollars that you make give them to us that's awesome also social media websites that's another great thing you can do. We've got them. You've got them. Come talk to us. We've got a Twitter at Booze and Bruce. we got a Facebook at Booze and Bruce. And we got an Instagram at Booze and Bruce Podcast. All right. That's enough from us. Now back to the show. All right. In
1: a shocking turn of events that will shock no one, my story contains no cat murders.
2: Mm. You know, I, I'm honestly with your hatred of cats and I know how much you despise them. I'm shocked. I'm yeah. absolutely shocked. I feel shocked. the
0: same way. I thought you and I'd be able to commiserate over this. Finally, something on this podcast you and the two i can of you agree of get
2: along with. Yeah. Absolutely
1: not.
0: <laughs> All
1: right, well so, what does your story have? Ghosts? So does it at least I'm have going that? To, I'm going to tell you about the colony theater. Ooh, okay. Which is not a colony of murdered cats.
2: It's a colony of murdered
1: actors. <laughs> no, God, no, kind no, of. We'll get to it. <laughs> cool. We'll get to it. So my story also starts with something that Melly's story touched on, which is that in Cuba. 1926, there hurricane? was a big ass hurricane that rolled through Miami. Mm-hmm. And it really changed the face of what Florida looked like then to what Florida looks like now.
2: The hurricane brought in the trash, the human
1: <laughs> Florida man trash. i I don't know uh but so that's my hypothesis it was this huge ass hurricane it came through the city the city and the state was in no way prepared for it and up till then it had been a real uh like boon there was a real land grab happening throughout florida yeah people were coming down and buying up huge chunks of land and then this huge hurricane came through and this hurricane by the way it, it, 1926 the city of miami had to do over 100 million dollars worth of repairs wow what's that so, in today money do you want to guess i did i okay, did the okay. up convert um a billion higher whoa, whoa really 250 billion holy shit That's That's insane. big-ass hurricane. So much. Yeah. And and it was because everything had just been built. Yeah. So it was like all this brand new shit. They just started to put in infrastructure. And then almost all of it was destroyed. Apparently, your house not destroyed. But my
2: house stayed. It was a stalwart
1: in the Miami area. So, So basically, this huge hurricane comes through, changes the whole face of what Florida and Miami specifically looks like. And that really like tail- it, the tail end of the hurricane repair falls right into the Great Depression. Yep. So Florida had some rough, t- some rough times. Yeah, right then.
2: If only um, it just like had fallen at
1: that time into the ocean.
2: Yeah, think yeah. about how much better this world would be. You know, there's
0: there's that sort of uh, hypothesis that the reason that the Middle East is sort of so entrenched in like uh, very very fundamentalist uh, sort of Muslim belief. Uh, it's because they as, don't com- have hurricanes? No, it's because they were destroyed <laughs> by the Mongols uh, yeah. a long time ago. And so maybe the reason that Florida is so stupid is because it was destroyed, destroyed by, by the hurricanes, hurricanes and it was sent them back to the dark ages.
1: Maybe. Think about,
0: hey, Florida listeners, are you stupid? Send us an email. If you can figure we, out how to use your computer.
1: We do have some God. delightful listeners in Florida. I will say, I see you and I love you. You've made choices. Yep.
0: Are they ding-dongs?
2: probably no
1: they live in florida not ding-dongs hmm.
0: that feels like a the very political Dis- answer the, the good thing listen the good thing about me is i don't have to sugarcoat my opinions because i don't interact with the listeners at all
1: <laughs> i i will say i think it's the pull of disney world okay
0: that makes sense as somebody as, you love
1: disney world
2: <laughs> That's all right. all that
0: yes all right florida listeners
1: Two might not. I mean, I don't We're know cool any again. of them <laughs> biblically, but like they seem like nice people. Oh, they seem like people who do don't hate other people for no stupid reason. Well, that's, oh, okay, okay, good. Anyway, right. I take so- it all back.
0: You're cool. Cool. She was bad. She was
1: bad in Miami. So then Miami starts to decide, like, no, no, no. We want to be a budding metropolis. We want to yeah. like build this shit out. So in the 1930s, the city of Miami Beach really does spends a lot of money. They do a whole rebranding campaign, and they're like, "We gonna be fancy now."
2: Put we and have they- no money give us your money
1: we'll make it fancy they, they were basically like we want any little bit of tourism that exists in the southeastern United States we want it so uh-huh. we're gonna build something that people will come here for okay so they uh, that's where all the art deco shit that lives in Miami now started then okay. and it's it's a like a pushback against the damage from the hurricane and the depression okay so then in and amongst all of this on January 25th Oh, almost very a great, very day. close to a good day. Yeah, uh, nineteen thirty-five, not the year I was born. Mm-mm. Um, uh, was the opening of the Colony Theater, which like quickly became known as uh, like nicknamed as the Beauty Queen, Ooh. which I think is kind of cute because it was like such a cute theater. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, is she a beauty queen." That's the beauty queen. I'm going to the beauty
2: queen this evening. I'm going
1: to the beauty queen. So it was, So it's 1935. Um, This was, uh, lots of times back then theaters were owned by studios to show those studios specific movies. This was a Paramount Pictures uh, movie theater. Okay. And it's on the corner of Lincoln and Lennox, which was like a very, it was like right in the heart of downtown. They were like trying to build all this bustling other art deco stuff around it. So it was like right in the thick of it. Yeah. Um, in the theater, the theater is like I said, originally set for movies. Originally seats uh twelve hundred people, one thousand wow. two hundred people. That's a big this, movie theater. We're gonna we're gonna track this as we go. Okay, okay, okay. So originally built at 1,200. 1,200 people. Okay, got it. Great, 1,200 nineteen thirties people. I think this story is a study in the American obesity trend.
2: Yeah, because that was like 1930, also depression 1930. era. So my guess
0: is they're short and very petite. 1,200 people in 1930s has got to be 30,000 people in
1: today's No. <laughs> right? Nope. Because nope. inflation of the belt line makes seats go the other way. Yeah. So oh, There's less seats. Yes. Mm-hmm okay um so then in the 1940s uh miami was used uh as a large uh base for our naval uh systems in world war ii there's water it's right it was also the base of the army air force training facilities so before we had an air force air force when it was still part of the army it was all based down there so the movie theater started to show a large number of like training videos yeah so they would like Learn how to fly a plane. Here's a how-to video, and they would show them to all these soldiers. So it was like kind of taken over by the American military machine.
0: Wouldn't that suck? Like you just want go to the uh, the movies one day, like you're hoping that you're gonna Gone catch with the wind. fucking Gone with the Wind. Next thing you know, you you you've seen an army training video on how to fly planes, and then like there. All right, Sonny Jim, you've been enlisted in the army. Congratulations yeah. on completing your yeah! first day of training.
1: Yeah! Yeah! I think so, because even the videos that weren't, like, legitimate training manuals were, like, propaganda movies about, like, take that, Mr. Hitler, you know. Um, So, not a lot of real movie movies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which is maybe why, in 1953, the theater got a huge renovation, its first big, big renovation. um, And they changed it into a live performance venue. Oh. So, they, like, expanded the stage, built a bigger backstage area. It's not... That big of a renovation to turn something from a movie house to a th- to a live performance house. Mm-hmm. You just they give it a, it a little b-
0: butt, a little butt on the back please, of the screen there. Just give
1: it a little booty. You mm-hmm. mm-hmm. give it a little booty. Um, so in this first real big reno, yes. the seats went down to eight hundred and ninety four. All right. So we've lost almost now, 400 of, seats. Some of this is because they had to take some seats to make the stage bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of this is because the seats needed more leg room. Okay. People are getting oh, people
0: taller. People are getting taller. Not, not People are getting taller.
1: So we lost, what's that? Almost 400 seats. Yep. 300 seats. 400 To leg seats room and stage. Okay. To, to
0: height. That, I makes, li- sense. that yes. makes sense. That makes sense. As a heightist myself, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Yes. I do like to think if we could go back in time and sit in the original 1935 seats. I'd love to see and love who among see. us would fit in the seats? And I, honest to gosh, I think I might be the only one to fit, and it's because I'm shorter. Yeah, because you are slimmer than me, but you
2: are taller. I would probably have my knees up to my face. I'd be miserable. Yeah, I, I,
1: my, I am. You couldn't say. I got big old titties, but I got a tiny little butt, so I could put it in a little child you could, seat. You
2: could, you know, squeeze that tuck us into the. This is my
1: tiny little, my tiny little five three butt in that tiny little seat. I think I could do it. <laughs> i have sat in children's furniture before. <laughs> Okay, so we're down to 8- 894 seats. Mm-hmm. So then in the nineteen sixty, it gets another renovation. Um, and this time, it's mostly like an aesthetic reno. Oh. So what they do is they're like, Pff, Art Deco is so 1930s. So they do it all over in a, quote, modern metropolitan style. So mm-hmm. I feel like it was just modded out because it's oh. the 1960s. It's the 1960s. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the big part of the renovation was that they, because apparently the front entrance used to be on Lennox. Okay. but they moved the front entrance to be on Lincoln because yes. it was on a corner. So they moved it to the other side. And then in the, a, around the 80s, this the city turned that street into a pedestrian only street. Ooh. So now it's like a very like metropolitan shopping area, like Rodeo Drive is. You can't yeah, drive you on can't, it anymore, yeah. which shows like they made a real good move moving that door to the other side. Yeah, they did. That was a good plan. And they made it all 60s and gross and took all the cool art deco shit away. Ugh. Yep. Yep. Then in the 1970s, the theater was purchased by a uh, a charitable organization called the Greater Miami Educational Cultural Series. Blah. The, Sounds like the a cult. The Greater okay.
0: Miami.
1: What was it? Educational Cultural Series. Oh. The Mac- G-M-E-C-S.
0: Oh. The Gamex, yeah. I love the the Gamex.
1: you know, the Gamex, And then they would show, uh, because this group had a very large back catalog of educational videos. And so then it became a venue for educational videos. So they turned it back into a movie house. Okay, okay. So okay. it went movie house, theater, movie, movie house. house. Tight. And mostly educational films. Then in the 1980s, the location was taken over by the Miami City Ballet. Oh, so Ooh. now so it's it became, back to a stage performance. So now it's back to a stage venue. Great. Um, and now people jump around in leotards. right? Okay. They
2: pretend to be then, swans. Yeah, swans.
1: Then in 2006, uh, the city of Miami proper purchases it as like a historic location. Okay. They're like, we're going to fucking take this over. They did a huge renovation, spent at the time $6.5 million dollars. To completely take it back to that 1935 Art Deco style.
2: Yeah, they said nice. 60s, your mod
0: was stoops. This is dumb. Yeah. Why is everything straight? Lines? Back.
1: Yes. I don't like it. So, and they like expanded the backstage area, expanded the stage even more, like made it a modern day, again, still for live theater yeah. venue. Okay. At this point, All right. the number of seats yes. reduces even further. Okay. Because the waistline of Americans has expanded even more. Yes. So you will remember, this originally sat 1,200 1200 people. Yes. It, current day, seats 417. Oh, no. 417. They did have to make it more accessible. Right, Mm yes. So they added uh, accessible seating. Should have done that. That was Mm -hmm. a good move. Yes, great. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, That's insanity. The amount of seats that used to be in that
3: space.
2: Yeah, was so many more. I'd like to think it's because everybody has like a couch sized seat where they can like curl up and enjoy the theater. Oh yeah that's like one of, those, one of those one of fancy myself. movie houses yeah, it's where like everybody an gets their dine-in
0: now. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. It's like it's like the seats that Will Smith were sitting he was sitting in when he got up to
1: smack Chris.
2: Oh, in <laughs> the we're face. back
0: to the slap. We're in those back nice like
2: cou- couches, Cooches, That's what I was going to uh,
1: say. Yeah. I don't think so. No. I think they're what we would consider a theater seat. Oh boy. Okay. Which is crazy that there used to be what's that? 3 times as many of them. Our asses need to get 3 times as small. That's insanity. Yeah. I think it was a lot short, too. The aisles were very close together originally. Oh, they had to have been just based, no just based yeah. on how big the area is. Um, so then in 2006, the location was taken over by the New Miami Drama, which is a theater group mm-hmm. that's like run and owned by the city the of New Miami, Miami Drama.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the New Miami Drama. We're a podcast where we talk about what's happening in the club scene. Did somebody touch your butt? Is a boy doing a thing to you that's mean? We want to talk about it on the New Miami Drama. Drama.
1: That's it. Would not listen. No.
0: <laughs> well, that doesn't matter. We're the biggest podcast in the Miami area.
1: <laughs> we're the most popular with gays with vocal fry, and <laughs> we're the <instance>. most <laughs>
0: popular uh, Miami area club and scene drama podcast in the uh, 15 to 18 uh, <laughs> male and female audience demographic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The vocal fry
3: demographic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's taken over by the New Miami Drama. Drama. <laughs> um, and the New Miami Drama is still in residency there, I believe. However, their website has not been updated since 2016. Oh, so, so
2: who actually it was, knows? That's it because was literally we have like, a
0: partnership now with EarWall. <laughs> <I> no <know.
1: laughs> we're even exclusive with spotify for the They're last exclusive two with spotify since
0: 2016.
1: <laughs> um they so it was literally like bridget everett is coming and i was like oh look, how much are those tickets in august of 2016 <laughs> yeah i was just trying to get a sense of like what the theater had now yeah. no fucking idea oh, okay. i they do not know free.
2: they would have been cannot free.
1: tell you uh, but I do know because I found a newspaper article that uh, in the like 2018 era they would use the marquee when they were between shows and they would use it to like do other things. Like they has the marquee with like the, you put the letters up and stuff, you know? Yeah. So they would do a vast array of different things with this marquee, including they used to run contests and they would present two sentence so short poems written by local third grade classes. Oh cute. Uh, then they would also sometimes, you know, you know, real whiplash to that. They would also put up uh, current news oh. events, like Trump quotes, or whenever there was a school shooting. Oh,
3: I, you know, what? we a, should
1: stick to the third graders. It's a really up and down Tuesday on just, that market. We Jeez. should stick
0: to what happened to Justin Bieber at the collab.
1: I know. I'm I'm very curious because there was a lot written about the fact that they would put up Trump quotes and I was like it's Florida but it's Miami you know so I assume they were not pro-Trump So a lot of immigrants living in Miami.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Just assume. Yeah, but there's a lot of Cuban immigrants, aren't there? That voted for Trump. I know. Cubans have a tendency to vote very red. So it
1: feels like maybe it was a divisive, for sure. Stick with the third grade poetry, right, guys? Stick with the third grade poetry. Stick with
0: it. We're gonna stick to what Stacy said about Trevor at the club.
1: At the club. This is being from drama. (laughs) So speaking of Stacey and Trevor, we're now going to talk about some ghosts that live at the theater, right?
3: Because now we've moved on to the
1: ghost portion of the show. We've transitioned from history and into ghosts. This is how the podcast works. Oh, I mean, I explained that as well. I know. I was, I was explaining your explanation. I love this new
0: bit. (laughs) The the micro format within the the micro format format of explaining the format of the show.
1: (laughs) So, what's interesting is. as you know, there's yeah. lots of things that can make a ghost. And yeah. one of the things that makes a ghost is like turmoil within the location. Mm-hmm. So the, these ghosts didn't show up until that first 1953 reno. Oh, okay. Because no. they did this huge renovation on the space, changed it from a movie house to a theater house, cut the seats by a big chunk. And all of a sudden it made ghosties. Yeah. They were like, wait, um, you've disrupted my slumber.
2: My- they were no, like, no, these,
0: these are ghosts that used to watch all the shows and they lost their seats. Yeah. They were, just, they were like, where the fuck am I supposed to sit now? Hey there, um, buddy. So, I used to that that was my seat, you see? So the very first ghost that
1: showed up is the ghost of a woman. Um from the 1930s. Okay. So original reports were like, "Oh, she's obviously like a theater goer. She probably used to come here all the time, would go to the big premieres and stuff." And then <laughs> as going
3: to say she's
0: obviously ovulating. <laughs> she's She's obviously <laughs> ovulating. <laughs> she's obviously
1: in the ovulation stage of her menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next week she will be actually bleeding. <laughs> um no. She's obviously a woman. Jesus, and th- they thought at first that she was a theater goer but yeah. then as she showed up more and more and people got a better look at her they were like you know what though like this is a- was like a very fancy you know haughty totty place she is not in fancy 1930s outfits Oh, and then they realized they only saw her in the lobby and backstage and they were like she probably worked here
3: oh
1: which like way to go 1930s lady with a job yeah you know, it's a tough time. We had to get work.
0: Her unfinished yeah. business is is uh, some unclaimed wages from nineteen thirty
1: two. She's there to protest the wage gap yes. from the nineteen thirties. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So she hangs out uh, like backstage, which is where the like y people used to hang out too, like the way that it's configured now. And yeah. up in the lobby, and people only tend to see her while a performance is going on. Oh. So like when a movie would have been showing and she would have been free to like walk up into the lobby. Oh. And they say that they can see her. They can tell she's a 1930s person. And then as they get closer to her, she never interacts with anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. And the closer you get to her, the like fuzzier she gets. And then okay. you get close enough and she kind of dissipates. Okay. But so she's not interacting with anyone. She's just doing her little ghost lady business. Right. She's got ghost business. Um, The second ghost is a ghost that I have named the Phantom Stepper. Ooh, okay, okay. Because this is a ghost. It's the most commonly seen ghost, except it's never seen. It's only ever heard. Oh, oh, fancy. So this ghost is just footsteps. So they have absolutely no idea who this ghost is. But this ghost will, like, walk up behind you with real heavy footfalls. yeah. Thwrap, 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 thwrap. yeah um and, and, and it will sound like they're like walking very quickly or like kind of creeping up on you behind you mm-hmm. and you go to turn around and there's nothing there uh. um so it can be very startling because people will be like what is that you know and then there's nothing behind mm-hmm. them and apparently the ghost likes to do it to people who are in their first theatrical run at this theater oh so, so like hazer. if you're a newbie he's like hazing you totally I'm going to scare the shit out of you. Um, They say that sometimes they'll be like on the stage performing and they'll hear the footsteps upstairs and then they'll go upstairs and there's no one upstairs. Um, Or they'll uh, like hear the footsteps, follow them through the lobby, which is interesting because the lobby is carpeted.
3: Oh, So
1: like the fact that but it didn't used to be. So the fact that it like has ghosty footsteps of what the floor used to be, because you'll be like, why? What the fuck is that behind me? There's no, I shouldn't hear anyone. There's carpet.
2: When I um, die, I want to come back as the disembodied footsteps on, um, you know, yeah. metal
1: floor or I found, hardwood. I, I found one story who said that they were walking through the lobby. They heard the footsteps behind them. Clip, clop, clip, clop. They got into the elevator. They heard the steps follow them into the elevator. No, thanks. the elevator door shut. The light flickered. Oh, and then it was fine. And then it was fine. Oh. But the ghost, like, got in the elevator
2: with them. You fucker. You you know what? No, no, I do want to be that ghost. I want to fuck with people.
1: Yeah. No, so uh, the cute. people who have been there for a long time, have worked at the theater for a long time, are like, yes, we're well aware of this ghost. He does tend to pick on new people, but not in a mean way. It's just kind of harmless hazing. Yeah, they say they, they don't feel like the ghost has any ill will towards them. It's just playing pranks on people. So mm-hmm. they feel like it's not a bad ghost. Okay. In fact, the grumpiest ghost in the entirety of this—this this is one the cat. Our stories are so vastly different. No, so the ghost—that's the grumpiest—is of a toy poodle. Ah, it's a poodle dog. This it's a dog, poodle dog. This dog, yes, is so grumpy. There, there is a phantom white. Toy poodle mm-hmm. that people will see running around, and this dog is everywhere. It's backstage. It's in the seats. It's upstairs. It's in the elevator. This dog goes wherever the fuck it wants. Dog is and shitting everywhere. The dog will be like walking. It will see you. It'll like bark in that crazy high pitched little oh, dog bark yapper and like run at you, and you'll be like holy shit, and then it disappears before it gets to you. <laughs> Man, I would chase after, be like, no, I'm gonna bark at you, you little shitty dog. Yeah, so people, like so many people, have been startled by this dog because the- <laughs> <laughs> Cause apparently it looks like a. So people think yeah, it's, it's real just dog. someone brought their dog to the theater today and it will just run at you and then disappear. Oh my God. And the most interesting thing I think about this dog is he also showed up in the 1950s with the Renault. Oh, so there are oh. 60 years of ghost stories about this, this fucking dog. dog. So this for t- 60 years, this ghost dog has been pissed at something. <laughs> and it's just gonna, he
2: <laughs> got a long memory of that dog. He's
1: got a little tiny Napoleon complex, yep. and he's just like, get out of my fucking lobby. You call me tiny. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing here? Um. So that is the story of the Colony Theater. I like Uh, it. And it's little tiny poodle goats. A toy poodle goat. Toy poodle.
0: I absolutely love it. Who is
1: pissed off?
2: (laughs) I love it. Uh, How do you love this beer? What I don't love, unfortunately, is this beer.
1: Oh, it's not grown on you. I don't. It doesn't have
2: flavor. This beer. It is an IPA, but it is not hoppy at
0: all. It doesn't okay, but like that makes much. It 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 doesn't taste bad. It doesn't taste like much, but though. but it just doesn't have a lot going on. Like it's it's okay. Yeah. I, what what's the M, uh, the, the ABV you know, on this?
2: The ABV is four point seven, and yeah, it okay. only has forty five ebu's. Yeah,
0: it, it tastes a bit like a like this does taste like something you could drink all day, um, and so like, like a look, session or like a lager? Um, it's no, it tastes closer to a session. It, it it reminds me of a slightly less flavorful that that all day IPA that um Founders does. Founders makes? Okay, it like, so it, it tastes like
1: watered down IPA.
0: It tastes kind of like a watered down IPA. And like, honestly, if you gave me the choice between like drinking baseball beer or this, I would probably pick this because it tastes a bit more like something.
2: Well, there's a, yeah, then like Budweiser. Yeah, then
0: like a Budweiser. Um, But, you know, but I wouldn't probably... You know, it's like if you gave me the option between those two, I'd pick this. But I probably wouldn't pick it on its own. Mm. Got no, it. It's not bad.
1: It's so it's okay. An- it's just not a lot. Yeah. it's
2: I supposed just dropped to have a, a bunch
0: of it on my drawings for this week, too. So that's oh, good.
1: great.
2: Uh, it has a nectar-like aroma, which is false. Again, it doesn't Do really you smell, smell nectar? like
1: anything. It smells
2: zero no. nectars. It smells, smells like a little
0: bit like celery.
1: So there that, you go. I wouldn't call that a nectary smell. No, I don't often think of celery and nectar together. No, no, not at all. But there you go. It is a beer. Okay. And it's the one you've liked the most from that brewery so far. Yeah. So maybe they're getting better. Do you have another one from this brewery?
2: Yes. I think we have like two or three more from this
0: brewery.
1: Okay. Well, maybe they'll just keep going up. You know what? I'm going to hope for
0: that. They can only get better. Nope. That's not true.
1: That's not true. (laughs) No. Speaking of not getting better, Bob. Bob hey hey
0: this is the part of the show where your old pal bob gets to pick a winner hey guess what i love what murdered cats accidental army flight training you thought <laughs> you were gonna go see uh, a, a national treasure guess what you're now in the air force you know what else i love leg burials you tired of that leg throw it in the ground yep you know what Do else it. i love uh pissed ass poodle dog goes that guy's <laughs> got a has had a beef for like 80 years yeah you know what else i love <laughs> Uh, comfort hauntings. I love coffee and piano music and if a ghost wants to do that around me, let's go for it. You know what I love? The new Miami drama. Drama.
1: New Miami drama.
0: But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's cat murder. So Melissa wins.
1: I (laughs) fucking knew it. I knew it and I hate you both for this. I I hate you both. I knew you knew it. This episode, that's why I, did it. I could sense it i could sense it I, my rage was pre-boiled my rage was already set in a simmer ready to go it's true it's true
2: but you know what we don't hate are you the listeners
1: yeah we don't hate you unless you also hate cats and then i am severely questioning yeah my thoughts everything on- about you Yes. Yeah, no. So- cats are amazing. Also amazing. You guys, we love you. Perfect. Come back next week. Yes.
2: There will be. Uh, I'm guessing there will be booze.
1: And I'm pretty sure
2: there'll be Bruce. Yeah. And so until then, <laughs> cheers.
3: Meow. Baby one. Just for you, bub.